0: The recording is started. I'm going to time.is. Time. That is All right. Um and how about we go at 4:46?
1: Uh, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. It's weird it's weird that we're on the same time zone now.
0: That oh fuck, that is weird. I forgot. Yeah, it's weird. It's
1: not going to be true for half the year, but most of the time.
0: Yeah, because Arizona if uh, for once in his life is ahead of the curve in abolishing the horror that is. Sink. Sink.
1: Okay, that was bad.
0: That was... I feel like that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> you right, want yeah. to do it at All right, 15? You know what? Let's go at At 15? Sink. Sink. Was that one better? I think that one was better. Um
1: Oh okay, here you want to do the one, two, three thing?
0: Yes. Yes, let's do that.
1: Okay. Uh one.
0: Two. Three. Okay. Okay. So Before before uh, we get started, um it's been a long month, I think, for both of us.
1: Yes. I think that's yeah.
0: Yeah. It's been a long week, actually. Um...
1: Here's the thing about this episode. <laughs> um, there has been, ever since like a little bit before Christmas, stuff has been like way up in the air. But also, I feel like we need to explain, because nobody has heard our excuses yet, why this is neither Zero to Hero or Lion King 1.5. <laughs> 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 because... I'm work. I'm I'm working on the zero to hero thing. I'll tell you what, It's impossible to find a VCR that works.
0: That's interesting. My little brother actually has two that he's fixed.
1: Yeah, but it's like I got them at Goodwill, and am I and am I gonna send them back or just or figure out how to fix them? The answer is send them back.
0: <laughs> if a, a smarter man would would be able to to fix them, I'm not a smarter man. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, I don't have. Well, it's just it's a little bit before our generation.
0: I grew up with VCRs.
1: Yeah, me too. I am to a certain extent mechanically minded, but I never had to learn how to fix one.
0: I I, I I mean, they used were cheap. To be able to do it
1: is the thing. If your VCR broke, you could just get a new VCR. It's like, I can fix a lot of stuff with my computer because I don't want to have to buy a new computer. Yeah, you know,
0: I I totally understand. On top of um, Hercules Zero to Hero, just not existing outside of uh, what that's seems to be yeah of the VHS format upon which it was birthed,
1: which is I mean it's kind that's kind of perfect for this for this podcast though. So I still really want to do it.
0: It makes me worried that maybe like I don't know like maybe we're gonna open it like we're gonna open up a Pandora's box if we watch it. Of I want awfulness.
1: I want to, but I so want to make a DVD of it, and then (laughs) I will have, I will be the only human person with a digital copy of Hercules Zero to Hero.
0: Which, I guess, would be something to be proud of, if-
1: Well, proud is a strong word.
0: Proud is a strong word. Brave, maybe? It's brave of you. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to Direct to Video, a podcast where we review poor sequels to great movies. On this episode, we're discussing Brother Bear 2.
1: Ugh.
0: You didn't like it? The... Uh...
1: Correct. Um, I had only seen it once before. Same. Uh, I had only seen it once before in theaters without my glasses on. Um, and I have a very very strong prescription so I had not actually quote unquote seen this movie before I just saw blurry stuff happening and heard the plot of the movie so that's where I'm at that's where I was at coming into this movie that and I looked and when I got it on Netflix it had two stars which is a fucking joke for a Disney movie
0: yeah, this movie um, to call this movie a flop might be putting it a bit on the nose because this movie had a budget of $130 million and on its opening weekend barely made 300000
1: Whoa! Are you fucking 300000
0: it's gr- Overall, that year it grossed $85 million. Oh. So it didn't even make back its budget in a year. It This movie came out in a when disney was in a bad spot um
1: why did they make a sequel
0: i well i mean god i haven't looked at the stats for the sequel yet because i want it to surprise me when i read them by the time we get to it yeah but um you have to remember that at this time uh disney's direct-to-video animated sequels were money machines you know they they weren't losing money on them at all i guess that's true um, but the the fact remains though that this movie just did not do well and
1: and now we get to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: Do, do you wanna usually usually you walk us through the movie, I think. although why don't I grab my why don't I grab my notes? I didn't even grab my notes. It's been so long. I still have notes for Hercules because I watched Hercules before I realized that we could not watch the sequel. So I just have a bunch of notes on Hercules, so that, that those will come in handy at some point. I'm
0: not I'm not in a rush to watch Hercules because I remember not liking that movie as a kid.
1: It um it aged it aged surprisingly well for a movie that came out during that time that time period where Disney was kind of making crap.
0: I will say though that this was in the middle of Pixar's heyday.
1: Uh, what were they working on? Probably Monsters Inc.
0: This same year, two thousand three, was when Finding Nemo was released. Oh, okay. Which I believe uh, set a record for the highest-grossing premiere animated film ever. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have That's to like awesome. check myself on that, but yeah, I believe that that, that set a record. But yeah, uh, this was kind of just in the middle of Pixar really stealing Disney's thunder, and I remember when I was when I was a kid, everyone was talking about. Pixar's m- animated movies and almost nobody was talking about Disney's
1: yeah but the weird thing about that is I mean Disney owns Pixar now but for a long time people kind of assumed that Disney did own Pixar because Disney's name was on all the Pixar movies
0: yeah they were they were pub they published all of their films yeah so at this time uh, Disney released let me see Atlantis which was a financial failure. Oh no, we're gonna Lilo have to and watch Stitch. <laughs> yes, we are Lilo and Stitch, which was good, but I don't actually know if that movie made money. I remember it being really good.
1: Lilo and Stitch is very good. Um, people, people love that movie. That was also I remember that being um, advertised more than almost any other Disney movie ever. Definitely, so it was. I definitely. feel like it should have made money.
0: Uh, then we have Treasure Planet, which was another financial failure. I believe it's underrated, but.
1: I'll say this about Treasure Planet because I said it about Chicken Little. You don't see a lot of father son stuff in Disney movies, yeah. And that one, that one did manage to touch on it and do it well. But man, it's here's here's my problem with Treasure Planet. Have you seen Muppet Treasure Island?
0: No, I haven't actually. I never really grew up with the Muppets.
1: You cannot, and this is me being genuine. This isn't. This isn't.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: think that you can beat. Muppet Treasure Island for a Treasure Island movie.
0: Hey, you know what I would like to do? Just What's as that? a fun episode one day is maybe watch Treasure Planet and Muppet Treasure Island cuz Treasure Planet doesn't have a sequel.
1: That be fr- that actually that actually does sound pretty fun. I would love that. So... It would be it'd be one where we could talk about like good movies even though <laughs> Treasure Planet's not particularly good. It's not bad either.
0: Yeah. Um so then after Treasure Planet they released Brother Bear. <sighs> Yeah, okay. They, then they released Home on the Range, which almost no one remembers.
1: Oh my god, Home on the Range. I never actually saw that movie, because who did?
0: I did. I remember this movie. And I remember when it came out, it was advertised as the final classically animated Disney film, which made me sad after I watched it. Because I was like, really? You That's guys are going to go out with That's... this? This how you going to do me like? Thankfully yeah i was like you're gonna do me like that disney come on so in the same time frame that disney released these kind of mediocre to bad movies mm-hmm. um pixar released monsters inc finding nemo and the incredibles Oof. which is holy shit
1: you just can't push back against that at all they got
0: and disney got buried
1: by all yeah, the pixar and this, stuff
0: yeah, this 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 to me to this era of Disney film that we're in with this movie is to me the it's the end of of classically animated Disney movies. Hmm. Um, I don't now when I say that I don't I'm not saying that Disney's never gonna make animated movies again. I think I think they are. I mean, um, the Winnie the Pooh movie that came out recently is fantastic. It was kind of set up to fail because they released it at the same time as the final Harry Potter film, literally day and date. Wow, that's old. Yeah, but it's it was really good. But I guess
1: they can, I guess they can always just make another Winnie the Pooh movie because Winnie the Pooh they've had that they've had that title for so long, and you can always yeah. make a new Winnie the Pooh story.
0: But in terms of output, this was definitely kind of the last hurrah for for this classically animated style of movie, which. To, like, being honest, um, you can see when you're watching Brother Bear, a lot of it is computer computer animation. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's the first of them that has it so readily apparent. Like, there were a lot of scenes in Brother Bear where it felt like the characters were kind of floaty.
1: Yeah. And I'll say this, though. It does feel like if you go back, I'm going to compare it to a movie that you don't remember, so this isn't going to particularly well with you but maybe you can pull it to a different movie if you watch aladdin in the scene where the uh cave crumbles that's all computer animated and it's so apparent because this is this is the moment that they started using computer animation and it's been 10 years when they started making brother bear and brother bear does it a lot better but you can still see where like corners were cut, type of thing.
0: Yeah, it's it. It really is weird how how amateurish Brother Bear looks. Yeah, compared to yeah, I can see that. Like compared to Treasure Planet, Treasure Planet is a is a beautiful looking movie, um, and it mixes CGI and hand animation mm-hmm. spectacularly.
1: You saw that. Uh, you saw that like Paperman
0: short, right? Oh my God! Yes, that Loved was beautiful. It. You know how they made that, right?
1: Uh, did they draw the 2D animation, then put it on top of the 3D animation?
0: No, they did it the other way around. They they animated it in CGI and then hand drew over it. Oh, it was it was beautiful. It yeah. Oh my God, just I don't lovely. know if you can.
1: I don't think you can make something longer than a short with that because it sounds like you basically have to make the same movie twice.
0: Yeah, I. I think you, I would love to see them do it. I, like, I want, uh, a dream of mine is for Disney's uh, animated department to get big enough that one day they could just release a movie that's animated in that style just to do it. That'd be kind of cool. It's been a long time since Disney's released a movie just to show off their technological skill. What Um, would you say
1: the last time that was, was? You're the more Disney expert. I just have opinions.
0: I think, I think, hmm. I want to say Treasure Planet. Okay. Because they did, there's a lot of crazy stuff that they do in Treasure Planet <laughs> that looks really good. It's just the movie didn't, didn't catch enough people to be a success. Um, and I will say that before Treasure Planet, it was, I would say it was uh, The Black Cauldron. And before The Black Cauldron, it would be Sleeping Beauty. And so, Mm. like, the the time gaps between these movies is, like, is insane. It's uh, 34 years between Sleeping Beauty and Black Cauldron. Wait, did you, do you, like, know when The Black Cauldron came out, or did you just look that up? I'm looking at the dates right now, yeah.
1: Okay, because I was going to say, I liked The Black Cauldron. I don't know when it came out. <laughs> I'm one of, like, four people who thought The Black Cauldron was a good movie.
0: Yeah, and we're looking at 27 years between Treasure, Treasure Planet and Black Cauldron. So yeah, okay. it's, It It's once in a blue moon when Disney kind of just puts a lot of money into a movie. And, unfortunately, all three of those movies kind of weren't financial successes.
1: <laughs> was Sleeping Beauty not a financial
0: success? It was not. Um, huh. It was not a financial success, if I remember correctly. But Sleeping Beauty was also ridiculously expensive, because every frame of that film was hand painted and animated. Like there, there were no cut corners.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like it is, it is a technologically like impossible film to replicate.
1: Yeah, and that's why. I mean, that's why it's a classic because it's absolutely beautiful. It's definitely not because of the story, because it doesn't have a protagonist.
0: But oh my a... god yeah you know what i just realized is after S- sleeping beauty did so poorly that it was the last disney princess movie until the little mermaid because because yes. with the with the failure of sleeping beauty disney kind of stuck to animal adventure movies um, that's when you get you know 101 dalmatians jungle book aristocats robin hood it's fox and the Hound. i like... keep
1: i keep forgetting i keep forgetting aristocats exists
0: <laughs> I really like the Aristocats. That's, I mean, that's fine. But oh my god, there is a. I love the Aristocats, but man, there is a hella racist part in that movie that's just like, ugh. Same it, with the like, Jungle makes Book. Makes my skin crawl.
1: And Dumbo. Um,
0: yeah, ugh. the Jungle Book as well has a similar moment.
1: Damn, I'm um, glad there isn't a sequel to Dumbo. I'm glad that I never have to watch Dumbo for this podcast. <laughs> I'm already mad I've about heard, probably having I to don't watch Bambi.
0: but I've I've heard that Dumbo holds up pretty well. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, I'm not. I that's Whoa. I, somebody Yeah, somebody's told me that rewatching Dumbo recently they were surprised at how I mean it's still racist, but they were surprised at how the the tone of the racism that it was. They expected it to just be a throwaway joke like most of the racism in Disney movies is.
1: Mm, or like really really terrible like Peter Pan.
0: Yeah. Ugh. It 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 really, to them, kind of comes off, I believe they said it was something like, it comes off as kind of like, they're, they were trying to do political commentary, but it just kind of falls flat on its face. Hmm. Do you know what we should be doing, though, Andy? We should be talking about... Do, 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 do. Brother Bear. <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, Brother Bear came out in 2003. It stars um, everyone's favorite uh, man who falls in love with a cell phone, Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know who that is. Well, did you watch her? Did you... Well, that's that was like the last big movie he was in.
1: Okay. I should not have interrupted you. Nobody <laughs> is ever going to be able to explain to me who this man is.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I just realized after I started, like, well, actually, I'm going to cut this out. No, I'm not.
1: So... <laughs> that's, that's the best joke on the podcast. I'm going <laughs> to cut this out. No, we'll fix this in post. Every oh, time... Yep. Every time we make a mistake that's so bad, we decide to cut it out. I always
0: leave it in. I know you do too. So, <laughs> yeah. well, and then but then I cut out like little little things that don't actually matter. Right. I cut out half the
1: time we say um.
0: Yeah. God. Jesus. So much. Mm-hmm. So, Brother Bear is the story of a young uh, Inuit hunter who uh, is going through his uh, manhood ceremony at the mm-hmm. beginning of the film. His name is Kenai, um, and he is the youngest of three brothers, Denahi and Sitka. And over the course of the film, over the course of the beginning of the film, um, Kenai gets uh, gets a totem of love um, at the end of his manhood ritual, which he's kind of ashamed of, and at the same time forgets to put away um, the fish that him and his brothers had hunted earlier that day. Can I, um... Word up. Do you know what I am, Andy? Completely out of practice. <laughs> I
1: have all these notes, and they're all at the beginning of the film, and there's just some stuff I one to mention. Cool, cool. So when it starts, it's... Uh, say his name again, the middle brother.
0: Uh, the middle brother? Yeah. That's Denahi, The,
1: the middlest brother. <laughs> um,
0: Yes, yes. Kenai, Denahi, and Sitka, the McElroy brothers. The
1: movie starts... Uh, with Denahi, in the future, talking about the past. Talking about this stuff That's happening. That's correct. And something that I just thought was interesting is that it starts with him talking in a language that I do not know, and it gives, like, a voiceover. Like, when you interview a a Russian guy for American TV.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought that was interesting because it reminded me of what you had said when we were watching Pocahontas, Every time, every time Pocahontas was in a scene with just other native people, they all spoke English. And then yeah. whenever she talked to John Smith, they all spoke English. And it sort of, you know, it does not kids movie thing of what language barrier? There's no language barrier.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and this, this kind of subverted that a little. I thought that was nice. And then you skipped over this because it's not important to the movie. But there's, a, there's this scene where they're all fishing together. They're all catching fish. And there's a song that I can't remember, but it was bad. And all the music in this, in this movie is kind of bad and kind of forgettable. Which is a big disappointment to me. But the point is, in this scene, they were all happy and playing together and messing around and fishing. And there was a musical overture. And I was just watching this thinking if i didn't already know somebody was going to die i would know somebody was going to die cuz you can't have the opening of the movie be this happy
0: yeah it got it just it really really pushes you towards the fact that like look at how happy these three characters are sure would be a shame if something <laughs> happened to one of them
1: and the other thing is back in the future i only thought of this when i saw the mammoths again Back in the future... God, tell me his name again. Denahi. Denahi. I keep on thinking Sitka, but that's the other one. Back in the future, mm-hmm. Denahi says that this tale happens when the mammoths still roam. Which means in this tale about nature, they killed off all the mammoths. That's just sort of glossed over. But we know that mammoths were hunted to extinction. And these people who were supposed to live in nature and with nature perfectly killed them all off did none of them get magically turned into mammoths because of this (laughs) (laughs) because it seems like that's how it works
0: um i mean mammoths were hunted to extinction in north america
1: also this movie made me look up eskimo kisses so i could so i could check and see if they were real because there were people like rubbing noses and i was like is this is this just something we assume happened apparently it really happened in or happens i guess in inuit tribes
0: it's just like a nice little i never knew that that had a name or what eskimo kisses were oh you didn't know what that they sometimes call i just when i was a kid we called them
1: eskimo kisses i think they call them butterfly kisses now because you're not supposed to say eskimo because eskimo is like a racist term for inuit except we don't think of it as racist because we live so far away from them
0: yeah i mean we live in the desert
1: it's true. I live in the desert now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, That's right. That's a hard we right there. So Kenai's fish are stolen and he decides to pick up a spear and run off and go fix the problem because, because he's a man and that's what a man has to do.
1: Right. In my notes, it says nobody wants to stop the teenager from hunting a bear alone with a pointy stick.
0: No. Well, his brothers go right. after him.
1: He, they do, but they don't go after him fast enough, it seems like.
0: They really don't, because by the time uh, their brothers get to him, he has had his butt thoroughly handed to him off a cliff by the bear. So him and his brothers start fighting the bear, and uh, over the course of this uh, battle, his eldest brother, Sitka, nobly sacrifices himself to make sure that the brother doesn't attack them while they're trying to get up.
1: Right. He's sa- he's saving his middleest brother and his sweet baby brother.
0: He dies... But the bear lives.
1: Genuinely did not realize these were the jokes I was going to be making. I apologize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. I would love for you to keep making jokes about the McElroys in a movie where one of them dies. And the youngest turn. If Griffin McElroy could turn into any animal, do you think he would choose a bear?
1: Well, do you remember the episode? It was like a series of three episodes where you turned into a dog.
0: That's a good point. So I guess the answer is no, huh?
1: No, probably not. Dogs uh, are like
0: small bears.
1: They are. Okay, Yes.
0: Dogs are like <laughs> small bears. So
1: Sitka dies.
0: So Sitka dies, uh, and oh no, everyone's really sad about it, except for uh, Kenai and Denahi, who are really mad. And Kenai's like, I'm going to go kill this bear because that worked out so well the first time. Mm-hmm. And D- Denahi being.
1: Denahi is kind of. I kind of feel for Denahi here because he says he's trying to be wise. And you can't- you kind of can't do that. You can't, you can't, like, try to be wise and say, no, the bear's just part of nature, this just happened, and actually, you know what, I blame you. Which he does say. This whole thing is built like it's Kenai's fault, and a little bit like it's Danahi's fault. But at the end of the day, Sitka should have stopped him from trying to hunt a bear alone. He's the oldest brother- he turns into a he turns into a magic eagle. That's great. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, no, you keep going, yeah.
0: So Kenai goes and hunts down this bear and uh successfully murderizes the bear. Yes. Kills it dead. He
1: does do that. Although I noted in my notes that this is the quietest bear. Cause there are so many scenes where the bear is sneaking up on him, or like where he almost runs into the bear because he doesn't notice a bear.
0: Bears are big. So bears are actually one of the quietest animals. Yeah. Okay. There, there is an amazing video that I love, where uh, I believe it's a, like a National Geographic cameraman, mm-hmm. where he's wearing a GoPro and he climbs this tree and he mentions something. He says something like, "Yeah, so this is like a good." The guy, the ranger, told me that this is a good spot and to to ca- to see bears and to just make sure that I don't move when I see one or else they might attack me. And he's just he's looking out into, uh, kind of this, like, little clearing towards a river, and then all of a sudden the tree just starts violently shaking. And he's just like, what the hell's going on? And then he looks to his left, and there's just a bear there. Oh!
1: In the tree, or...
0: Yeah, in the tree with him. Okay, great. (laughs) No, in the tree with him! And he just stays there until the bear leaves.
1: Yeah, that's what you do, I guess. Yeah, but like,
0: yeah, like, apparently... Bears are super quiet when they want to be.
1: I cannot imagine the moment where you're staring at a bear and you think, if I run, I'll die. But I feel like if I stay here, I'll also definitely die. (laughs) (sighs) Now, I want to get your opinion on something. Because this is something I noticed, and I don't know if I noticed it just because The Lion King was such a formative movie for me. Is this movie a little bit too much like The Lion King? Not not the actual plot, but like the themes. Where it's got his older brother, he doesn't have an actual father, so he's like the father figure. And he yeah. dies, and then goes up to the magic spirit place in the sky. And then comes down and visits him again when
0: he's fucked up.
1: I just thought that was kind of eh, like a little on the nose. I, I, definitely I don't know if I do me.
0: think that they were going for that, that Lion King tone with this movie because this movie okay. uh ends with the um, the musical number at the end kind of reaching its climax and then on its on its final note hitting us with the title card. Like oh, the Lion King. Yeah. Did.
1: Yeah, just like the Lion King.
0: So I do think that was on purpose. I, I think I think a big part of this movie was them trying to recapture that. Uh, for for lack of a better word, that kind of magical feeling um, that The Lion King gave people. But I think they kind of misunderstood. I think it was more of a... I think whoever was in charge of this movie thought if we just do what The Lion King did in this other different movie, people will will, will like it better as opposed to kind of thinking about it as we need to make this movie's story stronger because this movie's story is not that great.
1: Right. It's like... It's like if you're writing a book and you think this book isn't very good, so I'll make it all in a magical school. Kids love that. Um, yeah, yeah. Then it's... okay. I was wondering. I was wondering if you noticed that too, because that felt kind of iffy to me.
0: No, I definitely, I definitely noticed it. Yeah. So I'm and actually, then, uh... I'm, honestly, this. So after this point, the movie become uh, Kenai becomes a bear. the 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 spirits and uh, are angry with him, so they turn him into a bear to help him learn about love. Sure. Um, and he finds Koda, who is this youngish bear.
1: Now, I do want to I do wanna put something in between, because at this moment, Danahi also decides he's going to kill this bear, because now this bear has killed two of his brothers, and he's just mad.
0: That's right, because Danahi believes that Kenai, who is now a bear, is the same bear.
1: Right. And so he goes to kill Kenai, and a couple things happen.
0: I do want to point out, though, that mm-hmm. Kenai is a lot smaller than yeah he is he's uh, like he a killed.
1: lot less intimidating of a bear but the other bear disappeared what was he supposed to think he like he like skinwalked into a bear like they use that bear
0: the the movie at this point kind of just becomes keenai taking koda to uh the salmon run because koda doesn't can't find his mom him kind and them kind of forming this bond together and honestly to me This movie is strongest at that point.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Here's a couple of my issues. Yeah. One, this was something I forgot to mention a little bit earlier, but every time somebody uses a spear in this movie, it breaks. It's like every spear is made of balls (laughs) of wood. I, I understand in movies, spears break, but like, and in real life, spears break. But you make a spear so that you can use a spear. If a spear breaks every time you use it, it's not good. Two, uh, Coda. he was so annoying. Like, he was annoying to me outside what? of the screen.
0: Oh, okay.
1: This is the first time I've seen a Disney movie where, like, the, the, the character that, the, the main character is supposed to find annoying was also annoying to me. Okay. I thought, man, this kid won't shut up. And then I thought, well, I should not be thinking that.
0: that well, it is his big character trait. Yeah. Um, I don't dislike coda i think he's one of the truest kid characters that disney's had in a long time that's pretty fair because yeah well because in most disney movies if you have this kid character it usually revolves around the kid but Mm. but for a movie that's about kind of this adult forming a relationship with this younger bear i i realize now that this is a disney movie that's kind of targeted towards like kids who are there's a lot of brotherly stuff in this yeah, but but it's it's all kind of from the mindset of the older brother. But the thing is, is if you're an older brother going to watch this movie, you don't want to watch this movie. You you came here because your little brother wanted to watch this movie. Right. You say that, but one of the reasons people liked
1: Stitch, the love Stitch, is because it it that did so well about being an older sister and having to take care of your your younger sister that and maybe it's because those were two human people
0: you facing real problems i don't think it has anything to do with being human I think it has to do with the focus of the film because lilo and stitch has an amazing relationship between um lilo and her older sister but it's not the movie isn't framed from the elder sister's perspective the whole time
1: yeah that's true it's framed from lilo's perspective so you only get can't remember her name you only, you only get her perspective a little bit at the time. Yeah, as, okay. and I can see that. But it's funny how these two movies that came out around the same time both played with this theme and one of them did it really well and one of them did it very poorly.
0: Yeah. There is a joke in this movie that genuinely made me laugh. Oh boy. And it was when right. uh, when they finally got to the salmon run and they were all like tossing around this salmon head and telling stories like this is what i did this year
1: man you're jumping you're jumping way forward in the movie or do you want to backpedal so i can talk about how the mammoths definitely died from being way too accommodating
0: (laughs) i mean you could talk so the thing is is like not much happens for most of this movie like a good chunk of this movie is just these two bears getting to know each other and that it's it's nice but there's not much you can say about it well, there's some stuff... Um, here, well, let me... Let me go down the
1: list. Since you don't have anything to say, I'll just go down this list. So, yeah, okay. here was one of my other issues with this movie. I know that these volcanic pits exist in real life. And definitely existed during the yeah. Ice Age. It still reminded me way too much of The Lion King.
0: <laughs> That's, this is another yeah, scene... Yeah, the camera where, angle was the exact same, too. Yeah.
1: So that was sort of my issue there. Then there's... um. Hashtag not all bears where uh Keen tells Coda how all bears are terrible. But oh no not you No, you're one of the good ones. Uh that was just something I noticed. And then the music came on, uh I'm on my way or whatever. Boof,
0: I don't know, man. Phil Collins. Was that Phil Collins?
1: I did I... not like
0: this. I did
1: not like that music.
0: Yeah, this is like Phil Collins in Tarzan is fine,
1: this, but I'm not a fan of
0: Phil Collins.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it really sounds like he's phoning it in. They're going somewhere. Da 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 da, da on my way. It's, All right. Well,
0: God. Yeah, it's just not. No, the songs in this movie are pretty poor.
1: Oh, and this whole time they're still
0: being chased by uh Kenai's brother. Yeah, which. That's a really kind of a dark plot thread that the movie just kind of has the whole time. Yeah, and I feel like they
1: could have done something really cool with it, and they kind of didn't.
0: I especially love how much time is passing in this movie.
1: We should mention the Canadian moose too.
0: Oh yeah, not yeah. F- the, not for any um, reason,
1: just because they were they were pretty good characters. There. Yeah,
0: they're not they're,
1: bad. They were they're... they
0: were this they were they were this movie's idiot sidekicks. Uh, Rut and Took, that's their names. Yes, yes.
1: They were your basic, goofy sidekick characters.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Um, they did not bring very much to the table, but they weren't bad to have around. So tell me about the one joke you laughed at.
0: Right, so, there's there's an amazing joke that I laughed at, and the- Oh, the man, fact that I laughed this at this up. joke kinda sucks because this joke has nothing to do with the movie. It feels like they it feels like somebody in the studio wrote a great joke. Oh, actually, I was wonder like, if it's gonna be
1: the one thing I thought was funny. I don't think I actually laughed at this movie, but I thought one part was funny.
0: Alright, tell me. I probably is, because it's cause it's when they're telling all of their stories and mm-hmm. um at one point they toss a fish to this really old bear, and yeah, she's like, okay. This year my husband died. And from He's off screen, like... screen you just hear him
1: Quit telling everyone I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. She sounded like I thought I recognized her voice. I think she's an actual comedian, that woman. Who was just doing some voice acting in this
0: movie. She is Estelle Harris, and and now that I've looked up who she is, I am so mad that I didn't recognize her voice because she is Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story film. <laughs>
1: awesome. Okay, great. Yes, that was uh that was a good that was a good a good joke. But that whole scene I actually did not like. And especially, again, with the stupid music and the, here's the thing, everybody, I can sort of understand why they did it this way, because it's an easy way to introduce you to a lot of characters. Every bear in this movie is a stereotype of a person in a, at a certain point in their lives. So they have, like, the old, wa- the old bears, and they have, like, the lovers, the, like, young lovers. And you just have these, the like, fat uncle types. And it's supposed to be, like, a family reunion, and everybody's here. But it meant that these characters were nothing once you got past this base idea.
0: There's also this really weird moment where there is, I believe, a Russian bear. And that felt yes. awful. That was bad. They should not have done that. That is not cool. <laughs> like, the entire... Okay, I'm actually... Uh, oh, no. All right, I'm looking here at the credits. It is a foreign Croatian bear. It, it,
1: it wasn't very good. It was, it was bad. It was bad, and it was this weird... This weirdly racist moment in a movie that I genuinely expected to be racist against Native Americans at some point, And it kind of managed not to be, so good on them. Um, I mean, they managed to be racist in another way, so... Yes, <laughs> Um, so then, uh, Coda tells his story, and Keenai realizes he killed Coda's mom, Whoa. And, then, and then we give that whole, like, confession where he tells Coda everything, which, one, is a lot to lay on a kid.
0: That scene, that scene is so tonally dark, because there's a moment mm-hmm. in the middle of that scene where the song that's playing over it, which is also forgettable and bad, stops, and Coda just says, "I, I don't, don't like, like this story. story."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. And then he keeps going. That felt like the most. That felt like the most real moment in the movie. But the music was "Brother Bear." I let you down, and my note was, "Christ, this music is bad." It did not fit this horribly dark scene where he was telling a child how he murdered, murdered his, his mother. Ugh. Uh, and then he goes to go to a mountain to become human again because he's so sad about being a bear. And the freaking Canadian moose show up to talk to Coda. And I hated this scene too because it made no sense. I, they're like having this weird brotherly bonding scene, and it makes Kota realize brothers can be fallible or something. But it's still not at yeah. the level of "I killed, killed your, your mom. mom." Also, we met like we met like maybe a week ago, so yeah. <laughs> like
0: it's they're, they're Yeah, it, the the scene almost kind of feels demeaning because they're both. It's like they're trying to tell they're trying to tell me, "Hey, man, what? It, it, whether it's because your brother." Doesn't uh c- kind of insulted you a little too much, or accidentally killed your mom? You have to forgive your brother, and it's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! What the Hold hell? the phone a minute. One of those crimes is not like the other.
1: But it makes Koda end up saving Kenai from being killed by his own brother, which also would have been very
0: dark. So I would like to say that I enjoy the fact that over the course of this movie, Kenai's brother seems to get like. These heavy bags under his eyes and yeah, growing like, this haggard. like tuft of beard, like like this guy is killing himself trying to kill trying to get revenge, and the movie never really addresses that at all ever.
1: Well, I guess I think because we see him as an older man, the wise man of his village, you know, the storyteller, that makes yeah. me think that this whole thing for him. ...is him becoming wise. You know, they say something like... ...wisdom is failure plus time. Except that's... ...except that's comedy. What's the wisdom one?
0: Yeah, comedy is... ...no, no, 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 no. Comedy is tragedy and time.
1: Okay, wisdom might be failure and time then. Um, But... ...the point is that he fails so much... ...in this quest to kill his own brother. He is so unwise there... ...that he becomes wise... Because of it. Or something. I feel like that's how they were trying to go with it. But I still wanted to know more about his story. Because man, he looked like he had a hard time.
0: There is a version of this story where it's about... It's about Denahi, like thinking that he accidentally drove his brother to go kill himself. Yep. And starts chasing this bear and along the way has to take care of a baby bear. Yeah. And then finds the big bear, but doesn't kill the big bear because he's like, I know that all bears aren't bad and I should let go of this. And then the spirits are like, this bear was your brother the whole time. <laughs> Ugh. Or something. Like, there's a version of this movie that's really good and hi- and and hits the whole being a brother is hard, but you have to try thing or whatever that they were going for. It's so weird because I expected to watch this movie and think, oh man, this movie could have been good. It's too bad. It's it's kind of racist. And instead, it's... it's I'm surprised at how not racist this movie is because it's so bad.
1: Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's also just not good. Like, great, it's not racist, but it's also not good. There wasn't yeah, really a moment like, where I thought, man, this movie, is just... And I really liked um,
0: this movie as a kid. Okay, that's a little bit odd. But kids can be not discerning, I mean. I mean, I, I think a big part of why I liked this movie as a kid is because this was, like, this movie came out. The year my like almost a year the year my little brother was born. So I kind of was like, like I'm mm. gonna use this movie as an example on how to be a big brother, which worked out kind of well in the end. Did it? Well, you didn't I mean, kill your brother's mom, did you? I definitely didn't do that. Um, I did. Uh, I did accidentally uh, hunt my brother to the ends of the Arctic, thinking <sighs> that he was the bear that killed him. But you know, we all oh. make mistakes. Oh, Everybody hey, has those. You days.
1: gotta. You gotta learn from everybody else. Those days, you gotta learn from the you gotta learn from the 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 stories, Andy. So Coda becomes human, has a talk with his brother about how man, good thing you didn't kill me.
0: But then realizes that he can't be human because he has to take care of Coda. He's responsible for him, and like because he killed his mom.
1: Here's the thing about that, though. One thing we know canonically that apparently every bear loves coda and there are just a bunch of bears who it seemed like would have been pretty okay taking care of coda that's a good point that was that was my problem with that scene he's abandoning everything he knows so he can take care of a bear that probably would have been fine
0: i you know what i want to know now that i think back on this movie what the fuck does this tribe, is this, is like Inuit tribe thinking when all of a sudden all, like these three brothers are just gone and then one of them comes back with two bears and is like, no, guys, it's cool. One of these bears is actually my younger brother. We should let him totally put his paw print up on this wall because he's a man now.
1: The moment where an entire tribe just accepts that one of them is a bear is a little bit odd.
0: It is a little. Like, because for the most part, the movies.
1: The old wise woman knew about it, but bears are just bears in this universe, apparently. They're just bears. Why?
0: Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's... This movie's not good. Um, like, I can see why it failed. I don't know. Like, it's it's just... It's got its moments. There, there are bits and pieces of it that if I take them out of this movie, I can look at them and go, this scene was constructed competently. But as a film, it just fails to do what it sets out to do.
1: That's the thing. The themes. The themes of brotherhood and, like, this conservation of nature idea. The whole, like, Moby Dick, don't go taking revenge on
0: nature thing.
1: Those are good themes. And they just don't work in this movie. They fall completely apart.
0: I said earlier that I can see a, uh, I can see a a, a a version of this movie that works well. I I honestly I like thinking as I think more and more about it, I can't see a version of this movie that's good because in order for me as like a as a critic and a writer to make this story work, I have to throw away so much of what this movie kind of, I feel like what this movie started as, like it's too much and in order to make it work, you have to throw a lot of it away. And at that point, it's a different Thing. It's a different story. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think you can make the same story because the core idea is going from being the youngest brother to being an older brother. I mean, it works to make that theme happen, but there's so much other stuff that kind of pushes it aside.
0: Oof. And it doesn't help that there are just so many, like, little jokes and scenes that are just. They don't feel like they were jokes written for this movie. They feel like jokes out of a sitcom. Hmm. Yeah. And, but, I don't know, if, this movie doesn't have much of an identity.
1: That's true, and I think that's also true for the sequel, because I picked out a bunch of other moments in the sequel that I also thought, hey, this, this is just straight out of a different Disney movie.
0: Yeah. Wait. Well, let's uh, let's get to the sequel then. Yeah, let's do
1: it. The sequel Nobody Asked For or Wanted. That's actually my first note.
0: I, to be fair, I asked for it and wanted it when I was a kid, because I liked this movie. Damn fool. Alright, give me a sec, I'm gonna look up. I looked up, I typed in brother second. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to find, uh, like, information about this movie, so this might take a while. Uh, How are you? Did you say how are you? Yeah. I'm buying time because it's 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 turning out to be really hard to find information on this movie's production. Okay, I am doing good. I'm getting over a cold,
1: I'm trying to figure out like a work thing. Also, we're recording this the day after um the Muslim ban Oh my god, yeah. Started. So, losing a lot of faith in America as an institution now is what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, it's... There's... I'm, I'm just... I, Like, solidarity to everybody who is protesting and all of the lawyers who are giving up their time to try and help out as much as possible with that. Because that is incompetently fucked up. like Like... I don't have words for for how I feel about this. Like it's so monstrous.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's monstrous. It's immoral. It's illegal, which is yep. I feel like the most important part. If anybody was looking for an excuse to impeach Trump, this would be a good fucking reason. Honestly, I don't see how this ends, and I say I, that because yeah. I don't think I don't think America will survive as America for four
0: years of this. It. I don't know. It's so. Oh my god! It's just. It's it's a big thing. All right. I can't find any goddamn fucking information on this movie. <laughs> Fine. So I Let's can't say
1: this movie made fourteen dollars in the box office while well, it didn't have a box office. Oh, no. in I could... video. I,
0: I can tell you about how much money it made. It made about thirty five million dollars. Okay. Uh, just in, just in DVD sales, and that's a that's a that's a gross estimate. Like that's that's not an exact number. I can say that it made more money or it made about a third overall as what brother bear did. And it probably didn't have nearly as much of a budget. So yeah, I
1: I wouldn't imagine that it would, although I'll say this, it does look the same.
0: Yeah. So that's, I think this, these two movies are the closest in terms of like jumping from the, the theatrical release film to the sequel. It's almost no change. In fact, in some ways the sequel looks better um i have possibly I have, I'm having be- trouble putting my finger on why though
1: possibly because they weren't like experimenting with stuff so much because it's just a direct-to-video sequel you know but yes i also couldn't figure out exactly why it looks better
0: you know all right okay let's get started brother bear 2 <laughs> so um several months after the events of the first movie kenai is now like all in on being a bear Mm-hmm. He is—he's thrown out—he's thrown out his uh, his human-like tendencies, and is so down about being a bear. And yep. into it, uh, um, him and Coda are are excited about going to Crowberry Ridge to grab the berries of the season. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna read this sentence because this is a great sentence. Uh, thanks to whoever wrote this Wikipedia article. Kenai is haunted by memories of his childhood friend Nita. Well. Which is a good description of what happens, because. Uh... Yeah, like, literally haunted by them. But it seems like.
1: It seems like it's mating season, because it's the beginning of spring, right? So his moose friends. His moose friends are looking for somebody to get down on.
0: And it seems They'll like he for some might. Sweet moose ladies.
1: He's used to being human. He's used to always having a mating season, you know, all year long. That's right, ladies. Um, but he. Um... Maybe it's cause it's affecting him in some way. He starts thinking about the first girl he was in love with, and he starts dreaming about her. And when they first sort of introduce this theme, I genuinely thought I genuinely thought it was going to be about him meeting a girl bear, which I put in my notes. Which is probably not going to be a good story, but more importantly, brings up a lot of un- uncomfortable questions about sexuality
0: yeah so um this how how do i want to hmm. so this movie really kind of gets into a weird place when you start watching a woman and a bear fall in love with each other even though the bear used <laughs> to be human it's still weird to watch mm-hmm. a human and a bear fall in love with each other over the course of the film we shouldn't we, sh-
1: we shouldn't be jumping ahead we haven't even she hasn't even been introduced yet though uh yeah well
0: she has but been yeah
1: it's so weird
0: it is still well weird. in the um, in the so- backstory uh Kina is kind of having this nightmare about her, and coda is making fun of him for it um but it turns out that nita is uh has grown up and she was about mm-hmm. to get married to the to some dude
1: right and that whole okay i might be i might have been looking for stuff at this point, okay, but that whole scene one something this something that struck me later was like like hours later, I was eating a sandwich, and I thought of this. They have, like, a Western-ass marriage ceremony. Yeah. And I get it. It's a to video Disney movie. They just need to tell you she's getting married. You know?
0: But I thought, well, that's a little weird because... They're not Western. They're Inuit. Yeah. So this 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 kind of comes from the same place, I think, as Pocahontas too, uh, where the, it it feels a lot less insulting because Pocahontas 2, they were just like, you know what, fuck it, who gives a shit about Native American culture? Let's throw that shit out. The original the original Brother Bear didn't really make an attempt to to portray the Inuit culture. But mostly because uh, it it spends most of its movie not around there how the how the tribe lives and does its day to day life.
1: Right, and this also would have been like fifty thousand years ago, so you can make yeah. certain jumps.
0: Yeah, you know, nothing but was this written movie. Down. This movie has like, like again, like sitcom level jokes of like aunts fussing over a girl before her wedding day and mm-hmm. like having like. Like a dad kind of being like, "Oh, my daughter's all right." It's it's so weirdly, and this isn't a bad thing. It's 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 cliched writing, in a lot right. of places.
1: I was gonna say it's, I was gonna say it's kind of whitewashed, and it kind of is. Yeah,
0: it's definitely that.
1: But I'm not sure. It's just like I feel like it's just to make the shorthand. You know, you yeah. just need to tell somebody we're getting married. It's like in, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Ugh. It's like in Kronk's new groove, ugh. When he imagines himself <laughs> getting married, and he's Jewish,
0: yeah, Mazeltov,
1: yeah, Mazeltov. And so I figured that's you know it's the shorthand. She's getting married. That's all you need to know, you know. Um, but that whole but the marriage scene reminded me, and once again, I might have been looking for something. I thought it felt a little bit too much like Pocahontas, where she is expected to marry some guy from a different tribe to connect their tribes. And maybe it's just an easy plot to make. Maybe they just stole something from Pocahontas because they couldn't figure out what to make themselves. I don't know. I just put off why can't these people just rip off Shakespeare like everybody else?
0: Yeah, and it's it, I will say though that like she's planning to marry this like gin, like gin, like very European looking guy. Like for the most part, everyone in this like they they make a kind of a meek attempt to kind of make everyone in this movie who is Inuit appear Inuit, except for this guy who kind of looks like Kronk 2.0.
1: He looks a little bit yeah a little bit like Kronk 2.0. He looks a little bit like Gaston, which is important yes. later in the movie when he just Gastons it all up.
0: But to be fair, like, I, I, listen, I, I'm, I'd be, I'll be the first person to defend Gaston's actions, but it's much easier to defend this guy's actions.
1: We should, we we need to talk, we need to talk about that later. Okay. That's going to be a whole conversation later. Right now, the spirits interrupt a wedding where both people want to get married. And I just saw that and I was like, fuck you spirits. It's her life.
0: Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, come on spirits. You're getting way too involved in this.
1: Yeah. But then it turns out she needs a magical annulment yeah, because see, she... a...
0: Apparently, like, God, I really hope that, like, the spirits don't get mad at me because I remember giving a bunch of shit to people when I was a kid. <laughs> like, thing, I don't know right? how many marriages I'm going to have to annul to to keep the spirits happy. Like, what, like...
1: I don't know. Maybe, like, New Mexican spirits, maybe they're big on polygamy or something and you're fine. I don't know. <laughs>
0: um... Not, like, in the first movie, there's this whole thing of, like, the spirits are subtle, they work in mysterious ways, and in this movie, it's right. like, oh, those two are getting married? Make a canyon between them and divide them. Make a canyon them. between
1: them. And,
0: like, it was such a big deal when Sitka came
1: down and just, like, shook his head at his brother and turned him into a bear, and it said that this never happens. This only happens very, very occasionally. In this movie, some random medicine woman can blow something in your face that makes you talk to animals. Yeah. Why doesn't everybody always use it?
0: That's, that whole, I don't know how I feel about that whole scene. I'll tell you what, I didn't like it. That's how I feel about it. I definitely didn't like it. But? But but I can't, like, I can't go past that. I don't know what it is about it that I didn't like. It's just, it's a poorly written scene and it's delivered very, like, like the whole movie has like this level of being jokey joke that didn't feel right for a lot of parts.
1: It felt like they are rushing it. It felt like they were rushing yeah. that scene so they could say, this is how this happens, just believe us.
0: Yeah. This is how these two, this is how this human and bear are going to fall in love. Move on, audience. So Nita needs to burn this childhood amulet that she still mm-hmm. has, by the way. Like, I guess it was important to her. I guess, apparently. This movie really flip-flops. But So Nita, Nita goes to find uh, Kenai, who is a bear. So apparently everybody knows that he's a bear.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Well, like, at everybody's... the end of the last movie, he shows up again, right? Everybody knew yeah. he was a bear.
0: So I guess the tribe has so been like, that... spreading rumors, like, hey, did you hear about uh, Denahi's brother? He's a fucking bear now. How rad is that?
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Also, his older brother's a magic eagle, eagle
0: spirit. Like,
1: what? But here's my problem with the meetup scene. The scene where he hides Koda because he hears a hunter. And he goes to fight this hunter and then he recognizes her. This is fucking Simba and Nala meeting when Simba's trying to protect Pumbaa. This is the exact scene. And I ugh, I hated it so much. It's like, why can't they just... Why can't I, they just it, write it a new weird. scene?
0: It feels weird to watch a Disney movie. Like, like it's one thing to watch Beauty and the Beast and realize that there are a lot of there are a lot of points in Beauty and the Beast where they are they're kind of stealing a bit of introduction from how how Cinderella handled it because there's a there's like a 50 year gap between those movies but it's another mm-hmm. thing to watch Brother Bear a movie that came out like uh Brother Bear 2 a movie that came out less than 10 years after The Lion King and just and rip it off after The Lion King 2 already ripped it off
1: yeah it's so weird it's weird it, um also also it felt lazy as hell you know because it was oh god, because yeah. it was we can't write our own scene
0: that's my capital i think most of the scenes in this movie are lazy like they're all from something else like there's no i don't know it just a lot of this movie feels lazy like ripped off
1: so yeah this this movie is kind of kind of cheesy kind of ripped off it's it doesn't have its own tone, which you mentioned in the last movie, is yeah. way more true about this one. It doesn't really know what it's doing with itself.
0: Well, I, where where Brother Bear feels like it 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 set out to do a ton, to have a tone and then just lost it. Brother Bear two, it's just like they just walked in. and They said, you know what, fuck it. Like we're not even gonna try. We're just gonna like every cliche that we can find in the book, every joke, every sitcom that we can reference. It's all gonna be in there.
1: So. Our moose friends, whose name whose names I can't remember because I never bothered to learn, our moose friends are also in heat. Ruck and two. They have found. They have found some moose ladies to That's woo, right. And Kenai decides he's going to help him out here because he's dragging his feet a little when he realizes that his that the first girl that he loves wants to burn his token of affection, Childhood crush,
0: so that she can get married. Um, Which, to be fair, if like if if somebody that I had a crush on when I was a kid came back when I was dreaming about her and was like, Hey, listen, remember this thing you gave me when we were kids that's super important to both of us? I gotta burn it because I like this other dude. Like, even if I was already with someone else, I'd be a little salty about that.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. Like, she phrases he deserves, it very poorly. He's He's allowed to be a little bit salty about it. That's fine. So he goes and he wastes some time trying to get these... Moose to fall in love with these other moose. I have a few problems with this scene. One, in the last movie, the scariest thing besides bears was humans. That was the only thing scarier than a bear. Everything was scared of bears and everything was scared of humans. Now, nobody's scared of either. The moose, and then later the raccoons, nobody gives a shit if there's a bear around. Or if there's a human around.
0: Yeah, really. It's like. Some of, the, my, some of the nuance in the first movie is just tossed out for this one. There's no... Mm-hmm.
1: And there's not a lot of nuance in the first movie.
0: There isn't. They could
1: have had more nuance. That would have been better.
0: This movie is as flat as they come, When it, I think.
1: So then he messes up this wooing scene. The girl moose kick him into a beaver dam. And he has his... And he has his ass sticking out. And his head in the dam. And I saw him and I thought, that's Winnie the Pooh. They just yep. did Winnie the Pooh now. Like, come on, guys. Rip, hey,
0: every scene. Gotta rip something off every scene, guys. <sighs> gotta make that money. uh I was I was
1: so mad about that. Uh.
0: So, while they're trying to get Keenai out of the dam, um, Nita drops her amulet into the river. And mm-hmm. at this point we realize, oh, shit. Turns out her almost drowning was a very traumatic event for her and she has a mondo fear of water
1: yeah you know at first i thought nina in this weird back of my mind when they did the flashback i thought nina was gonna die and i was like oh man is this movie gonna get really dark but no but if she thought she was going to die i can understand not going back into the water
0: but yeah it, it it's a reasonable thing for the movie to set up but um mm-hmm. because they fail to get the amulet uh it washes a bit down river and a raccoon decides to take it um who looks uh, suspiciously like the raccoon that is in Pocahontas which makes no fucking sense there is no way that uh a ra- raccoons of the same exact like fur marked species would be able to exist both in this area of North America as well as the east coast like we're talking an entire continental mm-hmm. divide between these animals but this whatever that's true
1: but maybe it's not a real raccoon maybe it's a raccoon god
0: it's definitely a Could raccoon. Could be the raccoon trickster guy.
1: Okay, fine. Fine. You know what? Fine. You can make up your own fan fiction. <laughs>
0: Jerk. Well, I, I will say this, though. And that's that with this raccoon um, comes in Jim Cummings for his requisite I have to be in every Disney sequel voice acting role. Oh, I can't believe Here I didn't recognize him. We found him. It's Jim Cummings. Which, when that raccoon oh. started speaking, I was like, okay, mm. yeah. That makes a lot of yep. sense
1: looking back. That was a very Pete the Dog role, actually. They have to swindle these raccoons, basically, of which there are a million. And they have to steal the amulet back because they're not getting it back. And during all this, they get pine cones thrown at them. And I'm sure you notice this because you notice this stuff more than I do. Those are like, they were like weird photorealistic pine cones.
0: Yeah, those pinecones had a lot that of were like detail <laughs> that a lot of the photoshopped like, in have... on top of this cartoon bear. It was weird.
1: Yeah, it yeah, was I,
0: I, I, that wasn't
1: good. And then there's this whole weird chase scene where um God, what's her name again? Nita. Nita. Where Nita has to run from like a bajillion raccoons. And here's the thing. Nita is a decent character. As far as being a character goes, she has she has character flaws and character strengths that are more than just the fact that she's going to end up with Kenai. She's not bad, especially for a Disney sequel. She's not a bad character. She loses a bit of respect for me when she needs to run from a bunch of raccoons.
0: It's really weird to have such an incompetent, I don't know, maybe I'm, sp- I think I'm spoiled now because it's so weird to have such an incompetent female lead in a movie like this.
1: Man, we gotta watch uh, oh. Sleeping Beauty again. She literally sleeps the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she it's... doesn't, she don't do shit. But yes, but, um, especially in recent Disney movies, we they've gotten a lot better on female leads
0: yeah I'm, def- I, I, I'm definitely i think i'm definitely a bit spoiled when it comes to yeah. uh female leads being competent so and watching she's this not,
1: she's not incompetent though is the thing she's still halfway decent but the because even kenai who's a fucking bear is wary of these raccoons it's it's that they made raccoons too powerful
0: <laughs> they they nerfed bears and humans and gave raccoons made i raccoons yes. op. They kept asking if
1: they could make raccoons so powerful. They sh- they didn't ask if they should. Jurassic Park quotes
0: that'll go on the top of the charts. Life uh finds a way, <laughs> okay. raccoons. So I so this, this this point in the movie is when I had a weird character disconnect and and it's it's when I realized okay. like Kenai and Brother Bear one. Would totally try to kick raccoon butt, like like. But Kenai and Brother Bear Two is like meekish and kind of like, oh no, raccoons. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt raccoons. Like they're they're two very different characters.
1: Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: me me realizing that they're two different characters also made me realize that Kenai's voice in Brother Bear Two is way different. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, because. In, I mentioned earlier that Brother Bear he was voiced by Joaquin Phoenix, and in Brother Bear too he is voiced by Doctor McDreamy from ER, Patrick Dempsey. Mm. It's it, it, it is
1: weird for him to have mellowed out to that extent, even though he's a he's an older brother, not a younger brother now. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe yeah, just being like a bear like... makes you mellow because you're already the biggest the biggest shit. <laughs>
0: It's definitely, a, a diff, it's definitely weird to just go through such a major character shift in a couple of months. But for the purposes of this movie, I guess he has to be. And, you know, yeah. getting Patrick Dempsey, of all people, to be the male lead in your weird human bear romantic movie. Sure. I'll fall in love with the bear that's voiced by Patrick Dempsey. It's still weird, though. <laughs> it's still weird, though. Because I know, from an outside perspective... You know that bear is voiced by Patrick Dempsey. I'll fall in love with it. Nita does not, and she proceeds to fall in love with just a bear anyway. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make every. I just want to let everyone know that I'm not the weird one. I'm not falling in love with the bear. I'm falling in love with Patrick uh-huh. Dempsey's voice. No, okay. Okay. That, yeah, okay. Am I good?
1: Honestly, here's the thing, though, Andy. Honestly, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm so. I'm so bad at judging stuff like this. Um. Do so you remember, you, this was forever ago, you and Vita had a conversation about, like, how hot the Arrow guy looked when he was just without a shirt and like, yes, working I out in his, like, training scene. And I just, like, kind of yeah, shut I up and let this. you guys talk because I I don't, I kind of don't have a frame of <laughs> reference for what makes guys look good or, like, be interesting, like, like, be interesting as a potential mate.
0: <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I can appreciate, I can appreciate a, a person who has a good sounding voice, is what I'm saying.
1: Okay. That's fine. I just, uh, I didn't even notice that his voice changed.
0: Over the course, so as uh, Sonita and, Co- and, uh, wow, Kenai go off, like, ha- are having these, like, kind of bonding adventures, and she's falling in love with him, and he's falling in love with her, and meanwhile, Koda is being left behind.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes literally, which is like some really bad brothering, but I guess it's okay for bears. Because there's like a scent Yeah, from, right? You know how far away somebody is. I was trying to figure out while watching this movie if Kenai was really forgetting Koda, or if he was just not being on top of Koda at all times.
0: He he does kind of mention that, like, like in certain scenes in this film, as well as in the last one, that Coda kind of does what he wants, and he's like, you know, like, I keep my ear to the ground to make sure he doesn't get into too much trouble, but he can't, like, it's like, like, I can't stop him from being rowdy, is I think his whole... Yeah. Like, like he can't keep his eye on him 24-7, so he doesn't try anymore. He just, he just makes sure that he doesn't get into too much trouble, which is a good, like, that's a good standard. So I'm
1: not sure... I'm not sure that all this stuff isn't mostly in Coda's head, because it's like he's not paying attention to Coda, but maybe he wouldn't have been paying attention to Coda at that moment. He just happens to be paying attention to Nita right now.
0: Yeah, and I think I do think though that this is like this movie has a better like has a more reasonable brother fight than the last one. Because it's not about killing. You killed my mom. mom. It's just Yeah
1: you're not paying any attention to me
0: and this brother fight
1: brings up a scene that i noticed which is the something so the weather in this movie changes instantly there's like a scene where they're playing in the snow and there's a scene where there's no snow on the ground and then there's a scene where she crosses the river, and it's beautiful and clear. And then immediately after that scene, Coda runs away, and they're in the middle of a
0: blizzard. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was this, yep. Plot that hole was weird. Extraordinaire in this movie. Also, mm-hmm. but also, it's supposed to be the equinox. So winter is supposed to be turning into spring. And in the last movie, when the seasons changed, it was like this magical, like painting over nature moment.
1: Yeah. I will say, even though that doesn't hold up that well in its own universe, in the ice age during the equinox, there was probably still a lot of snow.
0: So, um, eventually, they uh, they they get near the uh, to wherever it is they need to be, where Nita drowned to burn the amulet.
1: Whoa, whoa, and... whoa, whoa, whoa. You're skipping over a very important part of this movie where Nita saves Coda from an avalanche and then they get caught in the avalanche and the avalanche is right the fuck out of Mulan.
0: It's like straight out of Mulan. No, 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 no. Wait, you didn't let me get to... No, 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 you didn't let me get to the avalanche. I was about to talk about how, like... Because Coda runs away.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you go. Holy shit, I apologize. man.
0: No, I mean, it's cool. Like, you're right. It is the avalanche from Mulan. I agree. I thought I'll you were talking
1: about when they actually got to burn the amulet.
0: No, no. I thought you were at there, the yeah. amulet so part. They're close. Okay. And Kenai and Nita have this conversation where Nita asks, like, is like, hey, do you miss being human? And Kenai's like, yeah, a little. And Koda's like, I fucking knew it. You're going to fucking leave me, you asshole. And then runs away. And, I'm, and he's like, right. Koda, except, you're overreacting. Except with- Except without any of those words, because this is, like, a G-rated movie. Well, okay, obviously, yeah, there's no cussing. Also, I okay. the first time we really cussed?
1: I feel like we've been getting better with cussing. I keep on marking our episodes as explicit, because I don't want to go through and make sure.
0: Because I'm sure that I just offhandedly say fuck. Occasionally. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah, so Coda runs away, and then Nita finds him, and then they head into this avalanche. There you go. Okay. I already did my rant though. Oh you tired yourself out. Well I'll
1: So she ends up saving Coda. She ends up yeah. she ends up saving Coda, which is kind of important.
0: I I will say if you want, I can just copy paste your rant again right here.
1: Absolutely not. And the avalanche is right the fuck out of Mulan. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wanna get good and mad about the fact that the fucking Mulan now. This is three Disney movies. Four, if you count the Pocahontas thing, yeah, which I'm not sure you can. Really but you said, but 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 there's like a whole Miko thing. So yeah, you can definitely count Pocahontas. This is like four separate Disney movies that they are ripping off at once, and now they're riding down an avalanche, and it's the worst.
0: Anyway, she's yeah, fine. It's not good.
1: Coda's fine, Kenai digs him out of the snow. She goes and builds a fire which is entirely too small for somebody who must be dying of hypothermia. Yeah. I thought I genuinely thought there was gonna be a scene where like she had to like cuddle up to Kenai for warmth.
0: I think that would have been too weird.
1: Yeah, it would have been too weird, but she's cold, Andy!
0: They got <sighs> they got dangerously close to it, I think in that scene. Where she's like, uh, it's cold. And he's like, it's a good night to be a bear. And I was sitting here like, are these two going to like cuddle in this movie? Because I don't remember that happening. And they don't, which is great. It wouldn't be as weird as the baking scene in Kronk's New Groove. It's okay. See, that's the thing is that's uncomfortably overtly sexual. But, uh, but, but I don't know. There's a part of me that can't get over the fact that this is a movie about a human person falling in love with the bear animal.
1: No, that's, that's absolutely fine. Here's what I thought, you know what we'll say this at the end of the movie that that'll that that'll wait till the end. um they get to their cave, build a little fire, watch the equinox, which is apparently when trees magically lose all their snow and get all their leaves because fine set the set the amulet on fire, and then she goes home. Oh, but importantly, this is actually a good emotional moment in this movie. Yeah. The one truly emotional moment where she can't understand them anymore. That was good. Do you know what recording a podcast does to you? It makes you think, maybe I should buy a cord and plug into the internet like it's the 90s.
0: <laughs> I've been pl- I normally plug into the internet. This is actually the first time I'm recording on like a laptop that's on Wi-Fi. Wait, you're, you plug into the internet and your internet's still that bad? No, I'm not plugged into the internet, but I've but I've recorded with you when I've plugged into the internet, and my internet's still that bad. Yes.
1: Wow, that is that is a genuine shock to
0: me. Hey, we huh. like we're in the middle of of nowhere, man. Like
1: I have decent internet here, and I I wonder if it's because of the mountains, because they put like satellite stuff on top of the mountains to better connect to stuff. What were we talking about? Oh, burning the amulet.
0: All oh, right. So I believe uh Nita had just turned. Uh, had just burned the amulet.
1: Yeah, so she burns the amulet, and in the one truly emotional scene in this movie, she cannot understand Kenai or Koda anymore. And I love it because they're just making bear noises at her, and she's kind of freaking out. And that was great. But also, as I say it right now, it makes me think that they should have said that the reason she could talk to Kenai was because of the amulet. Like, because they shared a bond or something. The... I mean, it's that just that that little scene could have been done better, but the scene where she burns the amia and Karen stand that thats actually a good scene.
0: Yeah, that that's the thing is is like 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 Brother Bear. This movie has a lot of like scenes that make me go, "Oh, that's actually a really good idea," and then it kind of just but it doesn't deliver. And 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 at this point, like the movie keeps going.
1: That's the thing. That's kind of what I liked about this movie is that they went to the, they went to what could have been the end of the movie, and if that was the end of the movie, it could have been a very, it wouldn't be a Disney movie. It could have been a very bittersweet story, and the girl gets married, and the movie ends.
0: Yeah, Kenai and Koda are just alone. Yeah, they're just bears, but together.
1: Bears are bears. Yeah,
0: just being bears. Bears uh, being bears.
1: But that's not what happens.
0: No, because Instead. Koda realizes that Kenai is hella sad. And he's like, well, maybe it's because Kenai loves Nita and I should go get Nita back. And he, like, asks the spirits and his mom to turn Kenai back into a human so that he could be with her. Which is also kind of a touching moment. Like, because he says, "Uh, he says, like, something along the lines of, like, I'll be fine on my own. And even though it's true, because we know from this movie and the last movie that there's, like, a group of bears, wh- like, who are obviously love this kid and would probably take care of him, it's still not something you want to hear a child say. He's also got these guardian moose now. They should Oh, yeah, him. and moose. And moose. And also mammoths. I guess they're just
1: buddies with the mammoths, because they ride the mammoths again. He would have been fine.
0: Maybe mammoths were like, are, like, a bus service in this movie universe, in the brother bear cinematic universe. That's so terrible. I hate that. I hate that a lot. So, uh, Koda decides to, when Kenai's asleep, go back to the um, human village to get Nita. And when Kenai wakes up, he's like, that's a terrible idea. There are hunters in that village, and he's a bear.
1: So then Kenai does, obviously, the smart (laughs) thing.
0: Is he goes to the village (laughs) to get Koda. To be fair, what was his other option? Tell the moose to do it? Like... Well, the moose join him, but they don't go into the village because even they're not that stupid. Yeah, even they're not that stupid. They're like waiting outside the village with their uh, new moose girlfriends. And
1: right, we've been skipping so... over the the
0: trials of the moose as they try to get these girlfriends, and I think that's okay. I think it's, it's okay not that we necessary. skip over it's that. It's funny. It's cute. It has no reason to exist.
1: I was watching this. I was watching this movie, and I was convinced that those two were lesbians. I'm like, these two have no interest in these guys. They seem interested in each other. They should just leave them alone. They'll probably be fine on their own.
0: So Koda So, um... Nita's in the village, and her dad's like, you look really sad. And she's like, that's because I don't want to get married to this guy anymore. I love a bear. And he's like, well, that's weird. Yeah. He's obviously put off by it, because why wouldn't you be? It's weird. And... So she says that she doesn't want to get married, and he's like, "If this will make you, ha- if that makes you happy." And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "There's a bear in the village, and it's Koda." And then, oh no, it's another bear, and it's Kenai. And right, and Kenai
1: is—I'll say this—he's really good at grabbing Koda and getting the hell out of there.
0: Yes, like, and he, the he weird got that part for pat.
1: the weird part for me was when, after seeing a bear run through the village, not kill anybody. And run away, her prospective husband decides he's going to go after it. And he says, after them, and in my mind, because he had a torch and a spear and was holding up the torch, I added, kill the beast. Because it's obviously (laughs) what they were doing. Fifth Disney movie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they really went all out, making him as Gaston as fucking possible. In yeah it was so it was absurd kenai shows off his not his apparently kenai is not only incapable of hunting bears on but is also incapable of defending himself from humans because he gets his ass kicked
1: yeah which is and so weird because a, he fought he fought his brother really well in the last movie
0: yeah even though he didn't want to hurt him so he gets kicked down a he gets kicked down of a, an a valley and nita's like you jerk that's my bear boyfriend, and he's like, "What?" And
1: <laughs> yeah, that's and you know what? That's an okay reaction. Wait, it, it's your what? Yeah,
0: um, no, I.
1: But we know we know Kenai isn't dead because we see bears. Want to
0: marry this girl? <laughs> yes,
1: but we know Kenai isn't dead because we see bears fall off of stuff like four hundred times. Yeah,
0: I guess it, I guess him and his village didn't hear about the bear boy. Bear boy.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, these guys just don't know. That that knowledge Uh, has not transferred to them. Despite the fact he was about to marry the bear boy's betrothed. I guess he didn't get
0: the memo.
1: She decides that she loves
0: Keenai. Yeah, she declares her love for Keenai and... Coda's like, and then the spirits, like, shine a light on them, and Coda's like, I asked them to turn you back into a human, and Keena's like, but I can't, like, you're my responsibility and my brother, I'm not going to, and then Nita's like, I'll become a bear! Problem solved! That
1: solves all our problems in a really creepy way! Um, Although I did write, think about it, what problem can't be solved by turning someone into a bear? That witch and Brave had it right. And I think this was before Brave, which is too bad, because I could have pushed also they ripped off Brave in this movie. Oh my god, I just realized that that's the the whole point of Brave. I love the idea of this witch who has one spell. This witch in the middle of nowhere who somebody asks for strength, and he's like, I'm, she's like, I'm going to turn you into a bear. And then somebody asks to, like be able to win fights with their mom or whatever it is she says and she's like i'll turn your mom into a bear
0: i I love that i need to be able to do 10 push-ups i'm gonna turn you into a bear bears
1: can do 100 push-ups
0: i'd like to be able to catch fish better i'm gonna turn you into a bear
1: exactly this is great i love that um and this this movie really sells you on that on that idea of turning (laughs) into a bear to fix all your problems
0: we pretty much got to the end of the movie, though. She turns into a bear, and they're in love, and that's it.
1: Oh, we haven't we haven't gotten to the most important part of the movie, Andy. Which is? The part where they get bear married. Oh my god, that's right, they get bear married. They do get bear married, and it's insane for multiple reasons. One is that these people almost just killed a rando bear that walked into their... Walked into their little village, but they'll let a hundred bears come to this wedding. And then two, because because it's well established that all you need to do is give somebody a necklace. That's it! You don't need a whole ceremony! You can just be in a cave and give somebody a necklace! Yeah, just
0: save somebody from drowning, hand them a necklace to make them feel warmer, I think was the point. I don't remember. But, like, that was... That's crazy. So I I do want to talk about something that we haven't talked about, and that's that this movie has a this movie has some better music than the than the first.
1: I still didn't like the music.
0: I didn't either, but it is visibly better. Well, not visibly
1: better, Andy. It's music.
0: Well, ha, huh, huh. <laughs> I'm just saying thanks because <laughs> the music. the The great thing about the, and here's here's the thing: it's not a good thing that the music in this movie is better, because the reason the mm. music in this movie is better is because. The music in the first movie is like tonally contradicts whatever it is that they're going for in the film. But this movie has no tone, so they just threw these like generic alt rock songs (laughs) into it.
1: Yeah, and they all totally
0: work. And it it totally works out. So, like, good on them. That's
1: so bad. I hate that. I hate that that worked.
0: But it did. Uh, Okay, yeah. And that's it. That's this movie. That's this movie.
1: I feel like this isn't one this this isn't going to be one of our funnier episodes. <laughs> I feel like we railed on the movie too hard, didn't make enough jokes. Yeah,
0: it's to be honest, like the first movie's kind of a bland mess and the second movie's kind of a bland mess.
1: Yeah, if one of them was so bad that you could make jokes about it or if they just went in one direction in such a crazy direction that that's the whole topic of the of the show, like in um, I, Fox and the Hound 2. Yeah.
0: I do, I do kind of wish that this movie went further, like went all in on just, nah, let's make a girl fall in love with the bear. Like if they had gone like crazily into that, this movie would have been a, a fun thing to talk about. But
1: Okay, it would have been a fun thing to talk about, not something I would show a kid though.
0: Oh, I definitely wouldn't show either of these movies to anyone. Like I have fond <laughs> memories of Brother Bear, but I I will admit that those fond memories uh, are mostly because I was I was seven when I when that movie came out, and yeah, just seven or eight, and I just like like yeah, like looking like no, I want I would want my uh, I would want my children to watch better things.
1: Yeah, and there are so many there are so many good movies. There are so many nobody ever needs to watch Brother no. Bear too or, or Brother, Brother Bear. Bear. yeah. They can just watch they can just watch the Lion King again because goddamn or they could watch The Little Mermaid. Oh, or The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I even like I mean I really like the music in I like the music and I like the characters in um Beauty and the
0: Beast. The story doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, that <laughs> movie I that is my like least favorite Disney princess movie for a variety of reasons, but like um final so final so I guess we already got through our, our, our final judgments on Brother Bear and Brother Bear 2, which is uh, forget them. It's pretty boring. Yeah, just yeah. forget about them. Forget that they existed. Forget this episode existed, honestly.
1: Don't um, forget this episode existed because I made a list of all the Disney movies that this Disney movie ripped off, and I
0: think that's important. That's a good point. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know, um, right? Isn't that and, terrible? Well, okay, so what I want to know is how. Wh- which ones are they? Like, it's because it's the Lion King. The Lion King. It's Pocahontas. Okay.
1: It is. Um. Now I'm trying to think if there's one for like Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. And I don't think there no. is. Well, um, Beauty
0: and the Beast. There is because of uh, the Gaston ass.
1: Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes, Beauty and the Beast. Um, Mulan. And there was one more. Oh, Winnie the
0: Pooh. So four of those movies, like, came out recently. I, I don't know if Mul- when yeah. Mulan came out. I think it came out in like two thousand one. But like, they're all. I think definitely- it's like 97. 98. All of these movies are nineties movies. It ripped off like it literally ripped off Disney movies that had just come out. Like, yeah, no creativity. If they if they ripped off if
1: they ripped off like Snow White, that would be a send up.
0: Yes, you know? yeah, exactly. Well, like, yeah, like I said, uh, Beauty and the Beast rips off, uh, well, it doesn't rip off, but, like, has a, multiple homages to um, uh, Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty, right? And, uh-huh? Or, or Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. And, and that's fine, because Cinderella, like, that's a 50-year gap. Yes, absolutely. Like, and, that's the difference. And that's, and that's more of a, like, the parents of the kid who took their kids to watch Beauty and the Beast... They watched Cinderella when they were kids, and that's cool. But like we, we grew up watching Mulan and The Lion King and Pocahontas, and we, like watching this now, are like, no, this is fucking bad. Don't do this.
1: Yeah, why? Why did they do that?
0: Ugh, it's so bad. So yeah, forget about these movies. The, they're not. They're not worth it, really they're free on they're both free on netflix though
1: yeah i wonder why i wonder why those are the ones that are free
0: on netflix so um, those and tarzan and jane yeah and tarzan too yeah i've seen tarzan too like three times now
1: why what
0: what what What? listen i don't want to talk about about it i don't want to talk about it i've seen it less times than fox and the hound too
1: fox and the hound too We've talked
0: about this. I will. Obviously. I will say I've seen Fox and the Hound
1: Two isn't even a bad movie. It's
0: just like not a Fox and the Hound it's, movie. Yeah, it's like a weird country western movie that happens to have Todd and Copper in it. Yeah, and they have both kind of both kinds of music in it: country and, and western, western. <laughs> the two genres that matter. So yeah, um, next time we'll be watching uh, Beauty and the Beast and Enchanted Christmas. I want to call it Bells Enchanted Christmas. Uh, I, I just looked it right. up. I just no looked it up. Encha- the Enchanted, Enchanted Christmas. Christmas. Also, you might want
1: to. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it now. Should we like cut in the what movie we're doing next after we uh, yeah, exit? I'll figure it
0: out. I'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll fix it in post.
1: Thank you for listening to Direct to Video VHS
0: VHS. Um, I have been Tony Robusto. And I have been your host, Andy, the Brother Bear Extended Universe Reyes. Oof, okay. I didn't gag that time, though! I didn't gag that time! Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Well, I mean... (laughs) Um... Listen, I I can come up with something better if you give me a couple of seconds. You know what? Why don't you do
1: it? I believe in you.
0: Okay. Alright, let me think. I, I, I think it goes to show that these movies are pretty uninspirational. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to waste this much time Let's Okay. That. <laughs> we'll fix all that in post. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix, we'll definitely, yeah. We'll definitely fix that in post. And um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, I am at royalty underscore Valens. The underscore is important.
1: And I am at theaterbats with an ER. And the podcast is at direct2.video. If you want to go look at our website,
0: find our stuff. Yes, all all the yeah, stuff. Uh, remember, I... to, if you can, leave us that sweet, sweet... Yeah, leave us that sweet, sweet five-star rating and review on Google Play or iTunes.
1: Also, thanks to Lee Rosevere for the use of uh, his song, Penguins on Parade. Although he doesn't know we're using it. He just makes songs for podcasts, because that's, kind of, that's the kind of dude that he is. Man, Andy could be
0: saying anything. I don't even know if he hears me. And as always... Oh. (laughs) Sorry? I couldn't hear you. Do you know why, Tony? Because I am the ghost of John Smith.
1: (laughs) You motherfucker!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Line, Line get... know yeah, for sure definitely you know we have to free this now here's here's the thing that does make me a little mad is okay. um i was listening to oh what was i listening to i think i was listening to jordan jesse go and in one of their episodes they brought up a show called brave star have you heard of it Mm-mm. okay so i remember watching brave star um it, it used to come on uh saturday mornings right before bob ross uh painting with bob ross okay when I was a kid and I'm going to describe this show to you and it's going to sound like a fever dream that I had, but I assure you that it's real. It's about, um, uh, the planet called new Texas that is, Mm -hmm. um, overrun by bandits. So, um, a native American sheriff called brave star who has, the power of various animals shows up to the planet with his sidekick who is a cyborg horse that wields a shotgun to help save the planet
1: uh-huh <laughs> okay
0: and the, the show itself is set up so that every week you learn a new moral lesson about friendship or working hard sure. or whatever you know standard 80s saturday morning right. cartoon kid stuff basic pbs junk yeah, so when they brought up this show, and I, re- and I realized, oh god, this wasn't a childhood fever dream, this show exists, I I googled it, and you can watch full episodes of this show on YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, and yet, nowhere on the internet is Hercules Zero to Hero. It's, it
1: just doesn't exist. Nobody even, like, torrented it once.